And we're back! Welcome to the Prodigals Podcast, where we discuss all kinds of topics relating to faith and culture. We discuss topics not normally preached on the pulpit or talked about during Bible studies. That is why we are here for you. It is our hope and our goal that through these discussions, people will be inspired to talk about issues that Christians go through in their daily walk with God. So without further ado, let's get to our discussion. So today, we'll, we will continue our series on the Trinity. Surprise! <laughs> we have a series. Uh... Okay, so last time we did a biblical discussion, and it was about Jesus' divinity and humanity. And we thought, why not do an episode on each of the person of the Trinity? <laughs> That's already... Just like that, that. already, that already like answers that. the rest of the episode. Uh, yes, person. Um, so, this will be a mini-series on the <laughs> oh Godhead. <my> <laughs> And this episode will be dedicated to the Holy Spirit. What? Thanks, man. What or who <laughs> is the on? Holy Spirit? Is it or he or she a unique they, being they, no. of the Godhead? I'm not going there. Or just the Spirit of the Father? Uh, all this and more as we get biblical. Let's get biblical, biblical. I want to get biblical. So, Holy Spirit, um, who or what is the Holy Spirit? What a loaded question. <laughs> what a loaded question. <laughs> Bro. Third person of the Godhead, uh, traditionally sure? speaking. Traditionally speaking. Traditionally speaking. That's that's my whatever, my qualifier thingy. Yeah, I, I, mean, I agree with that. Um, but as historians know, the the concept of the Trinity didn't come about until like the fourth or fifth um, century. Into the into the early church, and so at least they didn't canonize it into the into the early church until the fourth or fifth. I think it was Tertullian. Was it Tertullian, guys, that first mentioned it? I can't believe the Holy Spirit was not a. a I mean, thing? I guess the I guess not a not a thing like the just a doc. I guess the doctrine or belief of Trinity. Well, that's where like the Holy Spirit like dives in, but I can't believe itself. It's it's like kind of I guess it was like fresh in the church. It kind of blows my mind how like it wasn't an established thing. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, no. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess did the, everyone the believe the Holy Spirit existed? I guess I'm pretty well, sure I they mean, did. Of course, right? Uh, I I can't say for certain. I mean, yeah, I would assume as much. I would assume as much, uh, considering when, you know, uh, Matthew and John, I think John has, like, when, um, what was it? I mean, is, is, does either of those Gospels, I can't remember off the top of my head, does either of those Gospels, like, talk about, like, oh, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, like, 
Because mm. I know Paul talks about, I know Paul writes that in some of his, like his endings, right? Um, the grace of Jesus Christ and the love of God and the, whatever, the Holy Spirit. You know, there was there. And on top of that, you know, in that early church, we have the, you have the story of Ananias and Sapphira, right? Mm. Where they, you know, they lied to the Holy Spirit and they died. Wrecked. Mm-hmm. They got wrecked. Wrecked. Got wrecked. Wrecked to right. oblivion. God, like, what Peter <laughs> so said, oh my goodness, like such a like badass. What he said Peter. was so, so boss. It was just like, yeah, why are you lying to the Holy Spirit? The the men who came and <clears throat> took away, what did he say? Like the the footsteps. You hear the footsteps of the men that came away that that took away your husband are now coming for you. Something like that, and then boom, <laughs> he falls down dead. Like it's such a boss <laughs> thing to say. I know it's kind of like wrong and stuff, but. I don't know. It just seems there was just so much power there for me. But I digress. Anyways. He was, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. So, Well, <laughs> something happened with the Holy Spirit. That's for sure. So it was there in the early church, at least, mm-hmm. you know, according to Peter. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. People interacted with the Holy Spirit, whether or not it was a person. Yeah. Right? And, and Jesus yeah. talks about, you know, being baptized in water and mm-hmm. spirit mm-hmm. as well as well so um there's that i think what we were talking about in this podcast in this episode uh is the interpretation or like the belief that some people have some christians have that you know the holy spirit isn't part of the godhead there isn't a trinity there is only god the father, the father. there's god the son as two, as two individual persons and spirit is uh yeah and then spirit is like the... sort of like the power of god sort of like the, oh yeah uh, I, I i saw that an impersonal force from what i've read as well yeah yeah it's so it's so interesting well i think definitely for sure growing up in church i did not have a strong gr- uh, grip on what the holy spirit was and i think i really leaned toward like the holy spirit was just like again like this whole impersonal f- force or influence on my life that was a derivative of who God was. Derivative, nice word. Yeah. So no, that's that's but that's what I believed growing up, and I'm like, dang, man, I was straight up her- heretical in my my thinking. <laughs> no, <laughs> am I? Uh, was I? Am I not? I don't. It, it's, you well, know, it's I think, hard. You go ahead, Mark. Mark it might have ahead. been just like a lack of teaching on Fair. the part of you know the teachers mm-hmm. that solidified whether the Holy Spirit was a person or not um you know the church does like our church of, does officially state that the holy spirit is a unique being who is part of the godhead uh, it's just that you know the way that it works down in the local level it's not like maybe they just assume that everyone knows so mm, i can see that not really I don't want to say heretical, you know. Because <laughs> it's such wow. a big word. You such a, you know. Yeah, you're right. That's a harsh word. We should be using it so like, strongly. You know, you know, people, children going up, it's just, you know, they have to learn things and people need to That's teach true. Yeah, I mean, because a, I guess yeah. growing up, like, what is your definition? When I hear the word <laughs> spirit growing up within, like, our context of, of life, when I hear spirit, I think of, like, a, an essence, right? wind or some again more a lot of impersonal type of things that like you just learn up i guess growing in in the secular world i guess or like even in like 
movies or books or TV shows or things like that, when you hear spirit, it's kind of just like, again, I like this derivative or essence of, of something, right? And it's kind of interesting to think that this, the, the Holy Spirit is a person in, it, in themselves or themselves and that it's, I don't know, just like it kind of blew my mind because like it is, it works in the way, I guess, uh, the definition of what a secular spirit, like, I mean, omnipresent and things like that, but also still is a person in it, in it, in himself. So that's kind of crazy. Yeah. I, mean, I think for a lot of us that grew up in church, um, because God, I mean, it's almost like the Old Testament is about the father, right? He's, he's prominent in there, even though really it should be all three of them, but you know, it doesn't say that. It just says, you know, God, right? Yahweh. So we equate that with God the Father, right? Um, and then the prominence in the New Testament is about Jesus, for sure. right? For the most, for the most part. I mean, the Holy Spirit as a concept, as 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 a, as an actor within uh, within the gospel, or within sorry the um, um, the the spiritual narrative. Um, he's there. You know, interspersed like in uh, in the Gospels, in Acts, in the letters, they're there. Mm -hmm. But it just seems like like it, we respond as humans to action, right? So we get a lot of action in the Old Testament from God the Father, in you know this sort of like big sort of um, being that that is that is you know um, handling history and and moving world events and 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 kingdoms and stuff like that, and then in Jesus. In the New Testament, you know, we have the cross, we have his life, and all of that bleeds through. And the Holy Spirit is kind of in the background, so that's there. Um, um, so we don't always give him sort of like the, the flowers, if you will, the shine, the if you will. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, like he, he, doesn't, he doesn't appear to be like, you know, acting in the stories. You know what I mean? Other than yeah. like An Ananias and Sapphira, everything really deals with, for the most part, you know, God the Father in the Old Testament, God the Son in the New Testament. It just kind of feels that way. But I feel that um, as Christians, we've kind of got, we, we kind of steer away from, we've steered away from teaching the Holy Spirit to a large extent um, because there there's some, like, it, it's not exactly as clear about his, his, Personage, if sure. if there's a word, yeah. okay. his personage, you know, it, you know, there's 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 uh, an ambiguity. There's like there's this haziness about that concept that's there. Plus, uh, and I want to say this, um, maybe for some of our you know uh, our our Pentecostal brethren that are listening, if they are listening, um, because there was such a big deal that was going on earlier on. Uh, in the 90s, maybe earlier than that, um, about speaking in tongues, right? Mm. That there's been some kind of distance with, oh, we don't want to deal with, you know, the sort of like this ethereal sort of like a, a non-tangible, mm. um, you know, concept yeah. of like whatever, because, you know, you have the, you have this, this idea that most of evangelicals, uh, evangelicals, Protestants, you know, kind of, shy away from which is speaking in tongues mm -hmm. um and they don't want to associate with the whole healing like, whatever yeah he faith healing the uh the charismatic like, movement the, of 
you know, working in precisely with the Holy Spirit, using the power Absolutely. of the Holy Spirit, things like that, right? Absolutely. And so I think, I feel that we've, as the rest of like, you know, Protestantism kind of distance ourselves away from it. And so we don't, you know, maybe subconsciously, we don't, you know, deal with the Holy Spirit because we kind of, there's a, there's a kind of like a landmine over there that we don't want to deal with. <laughs> that's that's a good way of, uh, <laughs> we get a bit spicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way of describing it. Landmine. It's a landmine that we don't want to deal with. Right. So we're going to, we're going to try to like avoid it. Right. So we deal with the ones we do know. We know, we know about Jesus. We know about God, you know, we know about angels. We know about Satan. Uh-huh. And then the Holy Spirit just like, they're like, oh, he's doing his job, you know? Yeah. There. I guess behind the scenes, I think. But I think it's important to really understand that the Holy Spirit is a person that is, it is a unique part of the Trinity because he is like literally the acting force within this world, right? Mm. That is like, you know, the one sanctifying our hearts, that the one that's convicting us, the one is bringing us comfort and peace. Because like a lot, you know, I think a lot of times when people ask for prayer, we ask like, dear God, like bring comfort, bring, bring peace. But, you know, although we're praying to the Father, the Holy Spirit is the person who is bringing that comfort and bringing <clears throat> that peace. Um, I think, I really think that's important because we totally miss out on like the Holy Spirit himself, right? And really experiencing um, who he is and, you know, getting to live this life like w- with him because he's like, like I, I just feel like he's like, in most of Christianity, he's like the he's like the behind the stage guy. He's like uh, the stage manager. You know, he's like making everything work and planning everything. But um, I think we get to have this like again relationship with him, and we get to uh, live this life and walk with him. Just like in how like I guess like we in our small group we did like a whole study on Acts, and we get to see how the Holy Spirit like has been work has worked in the past, and how um, you know the early church believers have really interacted with them. And I'm like. Yeah, that's a thing. Like we can interact with them, no? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Great points. Absolutely. Um, I think that um, what we need to understand is um, we have our Bible that talks, and we, you know, we obviously we 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 put a high premium on on the authority of the Bible and how it speaks to our lives, and that was as I was saying that the that. God the Father is prominent in the Old Testament. Jesus is prominent in the New Testament. But we need to also realize that, you know, Jesus has sent the Holy Spirit to us. And so the prominence of the third Godhead, which is the Holy Spirit, is now. Right? Mm -hmm. Ever since the end of the, you know, at the end of the, at the end of the scriptures, there's the Holy Spirit that's with us right now. This is his time. His role is now. Right? And so... Yeah, I, I, I think you, what you were saying is too. We don't, we don't put a lot of emphasis on, on him. We don't pay him a lot of attention. He, you know, he should. He, it, she, they. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what you, okay, the Bible <laughs> describes. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Does, I don't want to go binary on her. So, <laughs> like, so. so the thing, yeah, it's just. Like the way that I see it is, um, it's funny that, you know, in services, uh, we pray that we pray to God, the father, it's like God, the father, we were taught to pray to God, the father. So mm-hmm. we say our prayer and then whoever's praying, it's like, God, the father, send your spirit, send your Holy spirit to come down and come to this place and just fill our hearts and, and all of that when, you know, we can just say, Hey, Holy spirit. <laughs> 
come down to this place and fill our hearts. It's kind of like, you know, That's when so when someone else that. is there and, you, you know, Martha and Mary, the story of Martha yeah, yeah, and Mary, yeah. where Martha tells Jesus to, to, uh, to tell Mary what to do. It's kind of like that. Like, she told Jesus, Martha told Jesus to tell Mary to help her in the kitchen <laughs> and being a hostess and all that. Um, Yo, so it's kind of like that, yourself, you know, man. God, the father, <laughs> tell your what? spirit to come. So it's kind of like, why are we talking to God, the father to tell the spirit to come down when uh, we can definitely pray to the Holy spirit and talk to him directly Yeah, I, to come down to, you know, fill our hearts in that, you know, service. Yeah. I mean, I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. It just feels so weird to me. It does. Yeah. And it's still no, it really does. I'm it's, not used to it. It right? feels and strange. It feels and, so strange because I don't and, I also don't pray to Jesus when I pray. I pray to the Holy Spirit. I mean, Holy Spirit. I pray to to the Father. You know, partly, I guess, partly what's ingrained in me is what, you know, our, our you know, a heavy study over our years of of like the Lord's prayers, like when Jesus teaches his disciples it's just like yeah pray to the father holy father. you know mm-hmm. yeah, and that's yeah, kind yeah. of the template we've all you know kind of grew up with and it's just like that's the thing that we go with right and so to, to, for me to say okay father let me speak to the okay i'm done with you now <laughs> let me talk to jesus okay jesus this is what i want from you okay jesus thank you very much holy spirit let me uh-huh. deal with you next right yeah. you know take it you know take a take a number i'll get to you when you know oh my God. Line, it definitely feels strange <laughs> and like when i'm out up there preaching and you know i'm about to say my prayer it kind of feels like um i feel i don't I kind of shy away from it just because I might cause someone to someone's ears to perk up and distract someone. <laughs> eh? What was? Uh, yeah, they, <laughs> they, that was anything of the sermon. Nothing of the sermon. Of there's what is none this of that. Anything what you said through the past fire. half an hour. Nothing. All Hand on the chin was, for an hour. Just like <laughs> he said. <laughs> he said. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Him. What? <laughs> what is this strange fire? I mean. I, I feel like I've been through that evolution where like, you know, growing up in church, I pray to God the Father. And I think when I first got saved, it was like, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So I'm like, oh, dear Jesus. And right now I'm like, oh, Holy Spirit, you're a thing. So you're a person. So I can pray to you too. And I just feel like maybe in all those like stages of life, uh, the whole God, it's like, man, this guy, like he, <laughs> this guy, this guy, but he, they're gracious, you know, this gracious, capital like, yeah. G guy. Yeah. It's capital G guy, you know, and <laughs> And they're just like, I just imagine the, I just imagine it just like they're just redirecting prayers like oh no this one's for you man like <laughs> praying to God the Father is like oh, oh no, like, no 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 Holy Spirit hey, just for you man hey, like hey, come, hey, come come here, over here. here come come listen come listen to this one <laughs> praying to Jesus like oh Jesus like oh no like that's that's Holy Spirit's job like Holy Spirit come over here this is what uh, this is what Billy's trying to ask oh man but uh, mm. ah yeah it's just again it's weird because like we don't grow up learning it and it's not like ingrained in. Well, we don't talk I guess about our it much, yeah. pray. And we don't talk about it as much either. And I mean, again, I think like also as well, like we, this unknown of whether or not like, or well, I guess, not, well, I guess like for some Christians, like not in deep ingrained um, belief that the Holy Spirit is a person themselves rather than just like a force or just like a, again, derivative, derivative of who God is. So we're like, oh yeah. So like, is it wrong for us to pray to God the Father? I mean, I don't think it's wrong for us to pray to God the Father, but I mean, is it... An issue where that it's it's it could be 
um, ingraining more of that uh, belief and that theology that the Holy Spirit is just a derivative of, of who God is, not like an impersonal force, just like a, a like the an extension of who God God the Father is, rather than the Holy Spirit being in a separate person themselves. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> I don't know because like I feel like uh, just just like doing that prayer. Like just praying to God the Father and then being like, oh, God, their God, send your spirit. And then is that like really ingraining more that like my belief of the Holy Spirit is a just a force? Is that like, is that should we be continuing or allowing that to still happen? I mean, I mean, it, it can be defended by um, just the thought or saying that God the Father has the final say. Sure. Which okay. is reflected by Jesus' statements mm. in the Gospels, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so God sends Jesus, and then Jesus later on sends the Holy Spirit. So I don't think there's anything wrong with just praying to the Father uh, because, it, yeah, you, you can say, because one, Jesus said it, to pray to the Father. <laughs> but also... um. Pray, praying to the Father is just, you know, we could say that he has the final say. So um, if it's God's will, then he will send the Spirit. If not, I don't know. <laughs> we're, I guess we're left to ourselves. <laughs> but the thing is, the Holy Spirit is already present everywhere. It's just that we have to be in tune with him. Well, I mean, the Holy Spirit being everywhere is absolutely clear <clears throat> from the Bible teaching. Um, but when we go back to it, it's just like, um, you know, back to our original topic, why is this such a hard thing for some believers to accept, right? That the, that the Holy Spirit is actually a thing, right? He's a person, you know, it's, do we, do we know the reasons why some people believe or Man. just how do they justify that that notion? I mean, I guess I can only like pull on my own personal experience as to why why I thought why the Holy Spirit was just a force. It's only yeah, it's only because of my growing up and understanding of what the word spirit even means. Yeah, because when the word right when when you hear the word spirit, you think of just like this uh, again. I think Kuyala was saying like the this ethereal thing that just lives and is omnipresent. And and again, it's like a just a thing that's just floating around. Yeah, an entity. And again, an entity. Yeah, entity, like, right? When the idea of this omnipresent thing just floating around <clears throat> around the world, around the earth, just like it doesn't sound like it. How can how can some big floaty thing around the world be a personal? Uh, you can have a personal relationship with it, like and that can be a person, like right? Like that does like it doesn't make sense in terms of that. Yeah, I think well. I think part of the part of the reason, as I was alluding to, there's a very real sort of like actionable, you know, presence of God the Father in the Old Testament. You know, Jesus in the New Testament. There isn't anywhere in the and it's you know this one of the one of the um, main sort of like arguments uh, for somebody to not believe in the Trinity is that the word Trinity doesn't appear anywhere in the Bible. Easy, yeah. easy, makes sense, right? And that. It, it there's a little. I mean, I, I will admit there are some times where I'm I read through the scriptures, 
And it talks about the Spirit of God, and I'm wondering if it's just, you know, kind of God exerting his kind of his will on somebody else, mm-hmm. right? Or it's the Holy Spirit, right? So yeah, there, there seems to be a little bit of ambiguity, and I think some people have a really tough time trying to, you know, if they do have any kind of, you know, um, misgivings about it, or if there's some incongruencies of it, they can't let that go. And yeah. so they'll go, they'll say, well, you know, I can't, it's nowhere in there. So, you know, and, and it's not exactly clear. So it, it must mean that, you know, so therefore, yeah. And it, yeah so therefore. And there's definitely different terminologies for the spirit and that, yeah, that kind of muddies the whole topic. It's like spirit of God, spirit of Jesus. Eh? Um, Holy spirit, Holy ghost, uh, or sometimes it's plain spirit. And then the English Bibles just capitalize it, right? Um, capitalizes the S. Um, so it's, there's, Paul, I man, think that. Why are you confusing us? <laughs> that plays into that. It's like when, and different authors at different times in the scriptures say, Spirit of God. Um, yeah, that, that definitely confuses like a lot of people. And, but then, like, there's other parts when, you know, it's clear holy, when they refer to the, the the Holy Spirit as the Holy Spirit. All right. And, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a, there's a variety of reasons, I think, uh, or a variety of sort of, of logical sort of assertions that they do. Like, like, the Holy Spirit doesn't speak on his own authority. He's considered a gift, quote unquote. Um uh, the Holy Spirit needs to be stirred up. Oh, he can be quenched. Yeah, like you can, like a fire, you can be stirred up. Or like a fire, you can be quenched, right? Uh, the Holy Spirit can be poured out. Um, he's a cleansing agent. He's a seal of redemption, right? Uh, the Holy Spirit comes from both the, the Father and the Son. Um, that's... You know, there's not there's nothing in the scriptures that says specifically that the Holy Spirit is God, right? It doesn't come out and say that specifically. Yeah. Hmm. Um, apparently, the Holy Spirit is never included in any of Paul's sal- uh, salutations or the greetings in any of his p- epistles. Oh, it's yeah, usually just from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, right? And we find that in the first mm. chapter of Romans, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, he also follows what says, you know, <laughs> you know, in the name of the Father. I mean, the, not in the name of the Father, that's Catholic. But like the Father, you know, the love of the Father, the, what is it? The the, the grace of the, the grace of God, the love of Jesus Christ and the whatever of the Holy Spirit. The whatever so of the that, Holy that's exactly, Spirit. That's exactly <laughs> what, this is what we're talking about. What I don't remember it. Whatever I don't remember it. Whatever, whatever the Holy Spirit does, that's yeah, what he does. Maybe, cause, maybe also because like Paul, Paul's just like us. We were just, he's just confused too, you know. <laughs> whatever yeah. of the Holy Spirit. Yep, he does He does something. He, he does, does something. He does something. He there. He there. What do, what do you do? Right? Now, we, we I mean, all know. We all know his, his his list of titles. He's the helper, the comforter, uh, teacher of truth, you know, uh, all that good stuff. Uh, but like I said, some people, I think they get to the portion where it can't be, a, a, um, he can't be like a, a living thing. And so some of the other, you know, they won't be swayed by some of the other actions because, you know, it's, it's not so much 
I think these, uh, I want to say that for many of these people, it's not so much that you have evidence of the Holy Spirit being an individual, mm-hmm. but you can't say conclusively. And so if you can't say conclusively, oh, right. I won't believe it, right? They've gone to that point, right? And so, you know. Yeah. And it's, yeah, this discussion has actually like done its damage towards some of the churches that like eat, even you and I like know. Like yeah. um, in the past few years, this topic has come about where, you know, churches split because of this topic so wow that is kind of crazy eh? <laughs> yeah and That's so interesting. like i think also like there's that discussion where our forefathers did not really believe uh, in the holy spirit or there's nothing in their writings or there's nothing in like the way that they they interacted with each other or wrote to each other that tells us that they believe in the trinity but why do you guys believe? I think one of the strongest things is just, um, I think because of the study we, we've we done in the past with our small group of, in Acts. And to me, it looks in, in like the book of Acts, to me, it looks so clear that the Holy Spirit is a personal, I mean, not a personal force, that it is a person. That's someone that to interact with. And I think like when I look at the arguments for the Holy Spirit being an impersonal force, like it just had like it acts like in these like really ethereal ways as like, you know, quote unquote, how we think like as like, I guess like the secular idea of like what a spirit is or I guess the, the common way of thinking what a spirit is. I'm like in my head, I'm like, that doesn't mean that 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 doesn't mean that the Holy Spirit cannot work in those ways and, and not be, still be a person in my head. And then I think just um, just based off what I've read um, about Jesus uh, say, saying he'll send the Holy Spirit and that just the interactions, I guess, with other people, I think that's why I'm pretty convinced that the Holy Spirit is a, is a person. And also, we also even did a study on the Holy Spirit and we did, a, we did it based off uh, this... I think, oh yeah, this book by Francis Chan is called The Forgotten God. And it's about like, you know, how, I guess like the whole idea that how the Holy Spirit is like the forgotten person in the Trinity, right? So I think that's where I stand. I mean, I really wish I had like really strong arguments how like some people do, but I think just like, just from studies in the past, um, my experience and things like that, I think in through and through research, I think like that's where I find myself that like, Definitely, Holy Spirit is a person, and then that we can interact with him and and have a relationship with him. So that's where I stand right now. Mm-hmm. Mark, um, I think what what speaks to me in the scriptures about the Holy Spirit being a unique person in the Godhead and being a personal force is when Jesus says. You know, in Mark three twenty eight or twenty twenty and twenty nine, it's like whoever. So whoever blasphemes me, like Jesus speaking, blasphemes my name. There can still be forgiveness. I'm paraphrasing, but um, it says in th- verse twenty nine. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven. They are guilty of an eternal sin. 
Yeah. So, um, and I think that goes hand in hand with what Peter said to Ananias and Sapphira. Whereas, like, why did you lie to the Holy Spirit? So they pretty mm-hmm. much committed, you know, blaspheming against the Holy Spirit. Um, like, you can't sin against something a force. that's a yeah, force. A force. <laughs> like, why didn't why didn't Jesus just say whoever blasphemes against God the Father if it's you know the Father's Spirit? Um, Fair. Yeah, that makes but sense. Jesus says, like, whoever sins against the Holy Spirit, there's no forgiveness. Which is scary, <laughs> like really scary. Um, that's another podcast topic. That's another podcast for another time. Um, the unpardonable sin. But <laughs> like another thing to me that that speaks to me is just why was the Holy Spirit included in the Great Commission? If yep. it was just mm, yeah. you know the Father and Jesus, why did Jesus feel the need to say? Baptize them in the name of the Father, mm-hmm. the Son, the Holy Spirit. Like to me, that's that's three things. That, that sounds like a trinity to me, <laughs> that, right? Yeah, that mm-hmm. speaks that Jesus, you know, believes that the Holy Spirit is worth mentioning mm-hmm. in you know the baptism of a believer. Mm, yeah, and, and going back to sort of like your point on the Great Commission, I find it um, not insignificant. That in that he says he baptized baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. When he when he because if he he might have said um, baptize them in the Father and the Spirit in the Spirit or like you know Father and oh, the Spirit and the and the, the Son. Spirit of the God. You could yeah, yeah. yeah you could might you might mm, be able to argue yeah. those things are together. But he, right? it was separate. Does, against against the father, I mean, uh, baptize them in the father within his spirit or like whatever. Because sure, the thing, yeah, yeah. But think because the the thing with Greek is that the prepositions are up in the air. Like you're, it's uh, it's 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 determined by the context. It's Mark's so laughing because it, he knows. It's, <laughs> <laughs> he knows Greek. Like the other languages, they're just oh man. Spices it up, make things confusing. <laughs> eh? so, uh, as a so... seminary, it's just like seminary, and as a Bible, they the other languages. I don't know, man. There's some special people that like it, but for the rest of us, yo, man. these guys call them special people. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's that. So yeah. Um, so I mean, are, are you done, Mike? Because that's basically where I am as well. Like I can't get over, I can't get over like the 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 unpardonable sin. <laughs> what Jesus talks about. Like you can't, mm-hmm. like you can't get away from that. You can't get away from, you know, where in portions in the scripture where all three are mentioned, like in the great commission. Um, where is it? Um, I just had it. It was, Oh, uh, first Peter one verses two, according to the foreknowledge of God, the father, by the sanctifying work of the spirit to obey Thanks, Jesus man. Christ, Mm. You know, so you have places where, you know, all three are mentioned. You have some anthropomorphisms of the Holy Spirit. Big word <laughs> that just means like, you know, um, the spirit working uh, as if he were like human, like the, like a human doing things within action. Like there's verbs mm-hmm, that he yeah. does and, mm-hmm. and whatever and comes down and has like sort of like a physical aspect about him. Right. There are there are portions in the scripture that talk about that, I, I think, I, I believe. Uh, and so... You know those things. I can't get away from 
from that notion that it's just the Holy Spirit. I mean, the Holy Spirit is just sort of like the extension, as you said, a derivative of God, yeah, the Father. I, I, I can't. You, you can't rectify the Spirit of or like the the derivative of God with those things in my mind. I can't do it. Yeah, I think if you really like comb through like the New Testament, like it's just hard to come for me. Like it's really hard to come to that belief that God, the Spirit, is just like a derivative of, of who God is, like just an extension of Him. Like, oh, I'm gonna peep in here and then do something there. I don't know. It just it, when you just read, read it for yourself and study for yourself, it's, I just really cannot see it. Yeah, really cannot. Unless I'm missing something, maybe we're all wrong. <laughs> but I don't think we're wrong. <laughs> I mean, what what muddy what I think what muddies it just a little bit for me in the terms of uh, not not so much that I doubt that he's a person, sure. but because you know, because the Bible says that God is spirit, meaning you know God the Father. Like okay, so he's the spirit. So what about the Holy Spirit? You know what I'm saying? It's just like how do you, how how does that work? Right. Yeah. Um, and so uh, look, uh, there isn't. There isn't a, a book out there. There isn't a, a teaching out there that'll tell you like that'll tell you straight out. That'll tell you definitively. This is why the Holy Spirit is who He is. That it's a person. That you know He exists and and you know part of the Godhead and 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 all the answers that we want from Him. That's just not out there, right? We're mm -hmm. not going to get those answers until we get to heaven. Right until we actually see or hear or feel what it like, how it all works, because yeah. we just we just don't have that right now. <clears throat> and so what we're left with is the interpretations that we have when we read the scriptures. Mm -hmm. And because everybody else is like, you know, like most things uh, that's biblically related, because we have our own biases, we have our own underpinnings, because we have our own you know uh, way of looking at things. Sometimes we don't always have to come up. Uh, with the same interpretation of of the same scriptures that we're all reading, mm. right? And there yeah. are some concepts that some people can't deal that you know can't wrap their minds around, mm. right? Um, so yeah. So I guess my my question is like, what are the outcomes of whether or not people believe that the Holy Spirit is either a person? Or an impersonal force. Like, are there any consequences? Like, does a does it make a person not Christian if they don't believe in the Trinity because they believe well, the Holy Spirit is just an impersonal force or just an extension of who God is? Like, what do we, what do we do? Not not that. What do we do with those people? But like, <laughs> like, are, are, like, are there any consequences? Uh, no, seriously. Like, what? Like, what are we? Wait, what? <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are, there, are there any consequences? Such a heavy like, word. What are the outcomes? Like, what is it? Like, is there anything to it? Like, what do we do with that? Um, I don't know. Cause I Does mean, people let people be. I don't know. Like, no, cause like, I'm, I'm just really curious. Like, is like, if I believe that the Holy Spirit is an, imperson is an impersonal force or just an extension of God, does that change the way? I live out my life as a Christian. Does that, does that change the way I interact with God? I mean, I guess it does because, yeah, yeah. Because um, I don't know. You'd believe that he's the one that's doing the work in your heart, like like God the Father, like the Holy Spirit, or yeah. Either either way, either way it doesn't. Yeah, either way, whether you believe it, he's a person or not a person. 
Um, I, I don't think it's it's a direct result, but I think it's like a seriously slippery slope. Mm. Going back to the going back to the unpardonable sin, if you don't consider the Holy Spirit as its own entity, right, and it's just a derivative, just a you know Im, Im, impersonal force. I think there's a slippery slope mm. in to to fall into the notion that you know maybe you don't take that that verse what Jesus was saying that passage what Jesus is saying um you know that you don't take it very very seriously because uh oh, hmm. you know how do I how do I offend a how do I blaspheme against a holy uh, uh, an impersonal force right doesn't no feelings it doesn't whatever mm, it's just there yeah. right how do they how, how can they how can they really tell, right? It's just God the Father. It's really, I really have to just deal with God, God the Father and Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, that's kind of crazy, eh? Oh, yeah. Shoot. yeah. So I don't, said that, I was like, dang, that's... Yeah, so I don't think there's a, I don't, I wouldn't say that there's a direct relation. So like, if you don't believe in the Holy Spirit, you automatically like suffer from like, yeah, you're obviously, at some point you are going to commit the unpardonable sin. That's not, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say that. I'm just saying, like, I think there's a, there's a real slippery slope with that, with the notion that if it's just an impersonal, you know, uh, force that maybe you don't, maybe you don't take that passage too seriously and you do it. Ah. That's kind of, you, you, you do, you sin, you commit the sin, but you don't even believe in that sin because. <laughs> so meta. It's so meta. So meta. Yeah. Me- medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's wild. Medicine. <sighs> yeah, and I've I've also read like some people saying, well, you know, if you don't if you don't think that the Holy Spirit is, you know, um uh its own entity or you don't think it's a person, uh then you know you're you're hurting his like basically you're hurting his feelings because you're not giving the adoration that he's due right but he does it but if you do, how do you hurt a feelings of something you don't even believe has feelings yeah no but that's what he, that's what you know that's uh, the sort of no that's the uh, that's sort of like the thing of of people that say yeah there is a there's a trinity because you know you're going to hurt his feelings right cuz you got to give him adoration yeah sure yeah. i just that seems you know, kind of like okay, okay. <laughs> you know that okay. meme you know that meme where he's like pointing to his forehead? How? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like the like how can you how can you how can you commit the unpardonable sin? Oh, sin. When you, you don't believe if you don't believe the Holy Spirit is a person. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm. So yeah, yeah. That, um, that's where I think. Like I mean, I wouldn't want to excommunicate people who don't believe <laughs> that the Holy Spirit is not a person. Person is not a person, right? Yeah. I mean, like they're almost there, I guess. Like they're almost like is, I don't know. Like, would you call that person less of a Christian or not a Christian at all? Like, what do you even? Well, the no, question, seriously. I, I I don't know. For a scholar, does that? I mean, does that does that fall into like heresy? Right? Oh, because, oh, like, oh. that word, eh? I'm just Shit. saying, like, That's I mean, you know, like other people word. have been have been kicked out and called, you know, been branded a heretic for similar things, right? If they don't, if they don't think that Jesus is, you know, divine, right? Or you know, God is, is something else. Like he's he's off somewhere else. I mean, like you know, there's people have been branded heretics for other things that that I would think that would be similar. 
in impact. True that. Here's, so, I mean, that. here's but another I'm not going to say excommunicate them because, like, man, that's just harsh. Here's another point, though. Like, I think we're... <laughs> okay, this is a dumb idea, but... Um... <laughs> we're going to edit this out? Okay, okay. so... So, we're going to make God look dumb in front of others when we say that the Holy Spirit isn't a person because it says that the Holy Spirit intercedes for us to Jesus and Jesus intercedes to the, for us to the Father, right? Okay. Um, or to that level, whatever. Like the Holy Spirit intercedes for us, ultimately leading to intercession towards the Father. If it's the, the Spirit of God the Father and it's just an impersonal force why go why would Jesus? god <laughs> why would god inter- why would god the father intercede for us to himself you know i think that's the danger there we're making god look dumb <laughs> <laughs> yo i like that that's, that's, again that's as good. i said that's good. That's i guess good. i said as good. i said that's a dumb argument but <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those, well, can God, yeah, it's one of those, can God make something he can't move? Like, there's this <laughs> kind of, you know, logical fallacy that there, but I mean, it does, there, there, I mean, there's, there's a, a logical viability to that. There is. Yeah, not, the I, don't, I wouldn't Spirit, say that's dumb. Because the Holy Spirit intercedes for us to the Father. Yeah. If it's, you know, if it's God the Father himself. Why does, he need, a, why, does he, why does he need to intercede for us? Why does he need to intercede for us? I don't think that's necessarily... I don't think that's dumb. No, I don't think that's dumb. No, but the I idea mean, of... There's logical like, viability to that, I, I would yeah, say. That's a good um, argument. That's a good argument. It just sounds kind of dumb. But it's <laughs> logical. It, just, <laughs> it sounds kind of childish, I should say. It sounds kind of childish. There's like childish logic to it. And yet... And yet, like, it's viable. <laughs> I would say it's viable. Mm-hmm. I would say it's viable. So, yeah. That's good. I like that. Yeah. And I think, like, I think there's a level of, like, I don't want to say this about the father, but there's a level of reluctance for the father to make any <laughs> straight communication with at least with Earth. Yeah, 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 fair. Um, and that's why there's a chain of command. Like Jesus came down from heaven and he was the image of the Father. Yes, we're connected because we're connect we're connected back to the Father because of Jesus' death and sacrifice. And right now Jesus is in heaven making that continual sacrifice and mm-hmm. be, being an intercessor, being the high priest, so that we can keep on being um connected to God the Father. But there's a level of separation that the father holds himself to uh, with the rest of uh, the physical creation in terms of maybe just us, like as a fallen world. Um, so, yeah, and, it, and that goes back to the Holy Spirit being that conduit um, mm-hmm. between like our for our prayers and... Like our desires, it says, I think in Romans, that the Holy Spirit uh, 
intercedes for us so that when we don't know you know like what to say or something like that i'm i don't know if i'm saying it right but yeah the holy spirit intercedes for us with grown worldless words oh i love Ah, that yes i love that one that's a good one i love that one (laughs) i just want to say this because like i just love this imagery in my head um because like yeah as you're saying like there's a there's a separation between us and god the father right and then jesus came down as human fully god fully human refer to our past podcast um um, and like yeah jesus is fully god fully human so being in human form he can't like directly be with like he can't be with us all to minister with and have relations like right and i just imagine just like when jesus ascends to heaven it's it's like uh it's like wwe like a tag team just like <laughs> Jesus tags the Holy Spirit into the into the world, and he's like, "All right, it's my turn now." <laughs> and there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I believe the Holy Spirit is a person because he tagged because Jesus tagged them into Jesus the world. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it for me, it, you know, saying. Uh, hearing you guys say that a lot of that for me has to do with role right how does yeah role what's exactly what's their role, role in the meta narrative right of this good versus evil kind of story right and for for me you know god the father kind of being the one in the center of all you know the sort of like the the um the conflict because satan's the one that's or lucifer at that point was accusing him you know, uh, being the adversary, so he can't do. He he can he calls the shots, but he can't interact with us. Jesus comes down; he dies for us, right? So that we can be in you know in right standing with God, um, and then the Holy Spirit has to uh, has to interact with every single person, you know, that's there. Not only in in Jesus's timeline, but throughout the rest of history, right? Mm-hmm. You can't do that, and for me. Um, it goes back to sort of like the thing about Jesus um, being human, right? Exactly. Yeah. Something something changed for him, right? When 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 uh, when John in, in the most famous verse, John three sixteen, where it says God gave gave His Son, right? I think there's I think there's a, a deeper meaning there than he just oh here let me you can borrow him. And then I'm going to take them back. Yeah, There's something there that's alone. more fundamental about what happened with Jesus. I think he changed in a way that because he has to sort of be the go between us and God, like sort of like the second Adam, that he yeah. had to be in one at, at some point, um, you know, in some way human, which means that there is some boundaries there across space and time. Yeah. Mm, all this to say that he can't be everywhere with everyone all the time at the same time. Because a spirit he isn't can. human yeah, form. Yeah, but yes, a spirit be, can. But a spirit yes. can, which is why yeah. that's his role. That's why he's yeah. the teacher. That's why he's the hair, a helper. That's why he's the one that walks beside, the parapeteo, the one that walks beside us. Mm. Right? Because he's yeah. able to reach everybody when it needs to be. Yeah, he's not yeah. someone who hovers over us. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's someone who walks with us, 
right? And so yeah. I think there's something. I think that's huge. Yeah, like yeah. a personal level that's conveyed in that language. Mm-hmm. That's so huge. Yeah, I think once like I think yeah, I think that definitely for me once you see the whole meta narrative of like this whole story of the gospel and everything, and you understand the roles of how everything played out, like the logical, the logical um, coming of the Holy Spirit just makes sense in terms of like the whole story of it all, right? Like, like, yeah, Jesus is fully God, but fully human. So he's in that form. And again, Jesus cannot be with each and every one of us as followers and be there to minister to us and, you know, help grow. So yeah, God, just is, God, Father, just a smart guy. He's like, yo, got the Holy Spirit here? Yo, <laughs> Tag him in, man. Makes two like he, he, he got that he got that spirit power, spirit. I mean, not power. The spirit energy, that spirit, you know, form that it can <laughs> be with everyone. So be with that's everyone. the that's the ethereal part of who the holy the the characteristic of the Holy Spirit. But also, there's also the personable uh, characteristics of you know of exactly of the Godhead. So yeah. Nice. Yes, yeah. and Jesus, Jesus at this point, at this at this moment, is sitting beside. The Father, interceding, interceding on our behalf, but he can only get there because of the information that is go, that is passed along to him yeah. by the Holy Spirit. It just makes sense, right? Because he's got to be there. It just makes logical sense. Come on, guys. Come That's on, guys. But come I mean, on, but chain I mean, of command, man. Chain of command. Yeah, chain of command. Well, folks, that's all we have for you this week. We hope that you were blessed by our discussion. Let us know what you think. Send us a shout out on our socials at the handle at The Prodigals Project on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you like what you've been hearing, please like and subscribe. Also, leave a rating and review. It'll go a long way in helping us out. Stay blessed and stay faithful. And join us again next week for another episode of The Prodigals Podcast.